Okay, hey everybody, Tim Timmons here with 10,000 Minutes, The Experiment. Yes. And to my right, I have Moy Donis. Yellow. To my hard left again, hard left. Wang. That's his nickname, hard Ooh, left. I don't know. I, I, think I would be the hard left. Wouldn't I be the hard oh, left? Oh, maybe I'll be like oh, the distant no. left. Around the, the, around wow. the corner. The Dang it. Like left field. Around the block. Left out. Around the block to my far left. Gosh, I've, I've said that a few times. Mm-hmm. I hate myself. No. To my far f- left is everybody. Chris Cleveland. Hey, guys. <laughs> you said hard left and weighing in. I was like, oh. <laughs> I like cake. Like a lot of triggers. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of triggers. Oh, no, no. To my immediate soft left. <laughs> no? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> is Bart Millard. What does everybody call you? Not Millard. Oh, Millard. Millard. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you write that zone with Bart Millard? Like, mm. nope. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. Are you friends? Yeah. Nope. He is not my friend. <laughs> um, good. Anywho, Bart, we've got some real strong questions for you later that I hopefully you'll start getting uh, excited about and nervous about right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Gosh, oh, like now? Yeah. Okay, I'm starting to get nervous now. <laughs> yeah. Got you. We're going to pause and let yeah. you get nervous. Cats or dogs? <laughs> oh, I've got both. He's got both, you guys. It's so stupid. It is. I mean, we've we've made fun of cats before, and then all of a sudden you have a cat. Is it a house cat no. or a barn cat? Uh, it's a. It was. It was. <laughs> we got it to catch mice, but it's never been outside in its yeah. life. Yeah, makes sense. It's Sam's fault. It's a. It's a great story if you have time. Yeah, and then you got a, you got a dog for Sam as well. Um, we've gotten. Three dogs for Sam in his life. <laughs> Two live with my in-laws, and we have one, and then we have another one. Uh, Bart know. is one of my BFFs, mm-hmm. and thankful for him in so many different ways, and we get to actually do life together, which is pretty great. And we both have 20 kids. He has 24, and I've got 20. <laughs> yes. yes. And they're all BFFs, so that's a real gift. So I, I wrangled him in this morning. Well, most people know Bart as the lead singer of Mercy Me or from the song and now the movie called I Could Only Imagine. But I get to call Bart friend. And to be honest, I could care less about any of his accolades or his titles because he's just the dumb guy that I get to spend most of my time with. Bart is a great dad. He's a great husband and perhaps one of the wisest men that I know. Now, if you have ADD, you're going to love this podcast. And if you get frustrated by the constant jumping around, we'll just stick in there because there's gold around each corner. When I envisioned these 10,000-minute experiment podcasts, my hope was that you, the active listening participant, would feel like you're on a walk with me and my friends listening into our honest conversations around how Jesus invades our chaos and the mundane. So get out your walking shoes. I think you're going to love this. Okay, so we're going to go into the the experiment. So this past week, by the way, we are counting how many times Bart uh, drinks from his coffee mug. The Christian drinking game. You need to cut that out, too, probably. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Go ahead. I'll just... Nope. Okay, do you like old-fashioned yeah, yeah. ice cream? Yeah. Or do you like Margaritaville <laughs> right. as a song? Okay. Yes. Anywho, so we're going to go into the practice. So the practice we're working on this week, we've been walking through or not walking through, um, and no shame either way. 
is that we've been joining Jesus. So the song that we just heard a little bit of, because again, we all cried. When God Ran by Benny Hester. Yes. Gosh. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, no, it's a song called This Almighty. Is the Day, Bart. What? Almighty God. The Great. Yeah, three people will get that. Sadly, that's the third time this week I've referenced that. You used that I actually bit? texted the lyrics to Ben Shive. Oh. He woke up in the middle of the night and said I was re- singing When God Ran, and I knew you'd know. Gosh. Yeah. So. Well, Ben Shive produced this song, so I think we're doing oh, great. This good. is the day. There's the connection. But the, the practice this week was, as my dad said a long time ago, and I remember this when he said, in the morning, you can either say, good God, it's morning, or we start out the day saying, good morning, God, how do I just join you in this day? You know, we talked last week about what do we do when mm-hmm. we wake up and whatever needs to happen during the day. I just go straight there and how that shapes our day. So that was the practice this past week. And so how did we do? Like, what did we learn? It was an experiment. Did it totally suck? Did it work? Bart, you first. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no. <laughs> I'll go first. It sucked so bad. Like, literally from day one, it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Hmm. And then I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. During our walk this morning, we talked a lot about it, and Lord knows what it is within me that's that's doing it. But it, it just has failed for me miserably. Yeah. It's like mm. I went to Christian college for like a second, and um, <laughs> whole another story. Yeah, I got kicked out. It's weird. Ozark. <laughs> OCC. Uh, you really did. You got kicked I, out. Yeah, for real. Yeah, me and my brother. It's a short stint. Played some <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Didn't go to class. What school was this? Ozark Christian College for all of the Crusaders out there. Uh, I heard a story that um, uh, Rich Mullins got kicked out of the same college. It may be not true, yeah. but you had to go to chapel. Right. And when I was like told that I had to, it's like, nah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I was remembering college, just like I had a way better relationship with God when I was at the state school, and I just had to do it on my own. That's yeah. kind of how I felt this week. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I love it. Yeah, I've just I've failed miserably. We could dive deeper, but that's the that's the, the ten thousand foot view. Uh, okay, I have a question. Is there a different Ozark College, or is that the one? I think that I, I is that mean, the one that like Walmart gives to the the. Well, anyway, be, I don't know. Small world. Uh, I was a horrible high school student. Okay. Like, literally third from the last in my graduating class because okay. I just didn't. But how get. big was the class? Seventy four thousand students. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, no, wait, I just wait. no. We were like, we were like four hundred something like that. Okay, but, that's uh, not bad. But I, I just never, I never went. And I, so my grades were terrible, but I was good at testing. And uh-huh. so I got a really high ACT and SAT score. And I got a full score. ride to Ozark. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to, I'm not going to go to, I'm like, you're not giving me scholarship to learn. Yeah. <laughs> like to be a smart kid. Yeah. Just want all my Ozark love, Christian college crusaders yeah. to know that Bart Millard did not go to your school. Yeah. He came, he saw Nor did Bart Millard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I say Millard? But Bart yes, yes. Mollard did yes. I. Okay. And, and Bart Myler did as well. 03 to 07. Yeah. 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 I still Millard, don't know Bart Millard did yeah. not come to your school. Yes. He came. <laughs> He yes. looked at it. Nothing said, against them. Just he a said, no, thank you. No, it's a huge at- mistake to give me an academic scholarship. <laughs> Milliard. No, yes. Ah, Milliard. French. Uh, I think for me this week, this was a really hard one for me. This has been one of my favorite practices, but this week was really difficult. And I had a terrible week with just family stuff. My, not my wife and kids, but just bigger family stuff. And I know in the Psalm 118 was written in that crazy dangerous wild time you know when they're saying this is the day the lord has made i'll rejoice and be glad in it 
was like, this, this is just not much to be glad in in some of these days. And really the word glad is, is contentment. Hmm. And I've been waking up, which is not a normal thing for me. I've kind of, I've worked through so much of my worry in life, but I've been waking up every night in the morning thinking about this thing. It's been really hard for me to actually join Jesus in these moments because I'm kind of mad about it, <laughs> which is just, I don't know, just it just caught me different this week than it has other weeks. I guess I have a question. Like, what does it look like for Jesus to be with you in those moments when you're mad? I think when we think about joining Jesus, being with him, there might be an expectation of how we should be. Mm-hmm. But what, it, what, what would it look like to think about it that throughout the week, Jesus was with you and that's still the same thing in a sense? Yeah, I think I did. Maybe this practice is so passive Hmm. in and of itself. There's not like bake a cake for a neighbor or, Mm. you know, that this is just an awareness of his presence. Yeah. You know, I almost felt like I didn't do it. I'd wake up in the morning. It is a song that I I wrote years ago, a pastor that I worked with. Oh, this is not even worth getting into. Oh, it's so dumb. (laughs) We're going to cut this. We're going to erase this from the (laughs) sphincter. There's only 6,000 minutes left. Seven minutes left. <laughs> but I remember this song. So today I'll sing you. Or today I'll. Oh, we are singing it. Okay. Mercy. We're gonna cut. No. Hey, okay. Oh, here's it. Okay. Here's <laughs> I don't want to do it, guys. But you, the moment. <laughs> Michael, so there was like this Michael Jackson thing this week where Oprah's like, "I want to see you do a couple moves," and he's like, "Well, I'm rusty." And he like gets uh, up and, and then just starts moonwalking and stuff. I just cut this out. Like, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> like, you, come on. It's so great. Totally. That's what I should have done. I should have hit that bit. Dang it. Oh, to hell with the devil. 47 minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to count out 10,000 minutes. There's a song. (laughs) There was a a poem that was, Good morning, Lord. It's good to see the sun again. Good morning, Lord. Great to talk to you again. Each day is a gift. Well, you called it a poem, which was my first one. Well, because it was a poem. The the joke is, the joke is, is that, a pastor of mine in the past, he said, Tim, I got some lyrics for you. Would you put this to a song? Uh, and I'm like, mistake number one. Yeah, Been I mean, there. Mm-hmm. sure, man. And so I did, and I put this to a song, and it was a powerful song. I mean, we would all be on the floor if Still I actually with sang you. it. Yeah. Now. He said, man, I got this verse. I think it'd be great. So I wrote this chorus to it. I'm like, that's gorgeous. I love this chorus. So then, and then you were sad that you put it with the yeah, yeah, the lyrics. yeah, yeah. So we did this thing, and then later I found out. And so he would always tell the church, Tim and I wrote a song together. You know, what's his name? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so when Billy Graham would always go up on stage, so he would tell people that we wrote the song, and later to find out that the verse was a poem. No, that somebody else had written. <gasps> No. Plagiarism, and he had so no clue. Put it to music, and so I fully put this song. You know, we did a record for the for the church. This was a long time ago, and I put it on there. Can't you know, this guy? Oops, come to find out, it was the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> I almost said his name of this guy. And I wrote the song, and I've given him grief about this, so I think we're fine. But it's a Pledge of Allegiance. That's what you said. Oh, so Gary. Gary and I. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my gosh, we're so off topic. I love it. <laughs> so Gary and I wrote this song with some other poem writer. Anyways, the song, the point of the song, crap. 
Is the song anywhere to be like? It, Can we listen? It didn't to it? make we, it. Is it on your mind? Hold on, time out. It got recorded. <laughs> yes, it got recorded, and we put it out like just as a church album. This wasn't like okay. You know, this was pre. No, you yeah. can't even find it. You can't even find <laughs> it. Can't get sued. I promise. Shoot. No, you sure? can't find it. You can't find it. Better than him. Yes. Right. We going no, no, no. at the big church. No, because this was pre all that stuff. Yeah, we'll stuff. see. Give me a oh, random. Man. Just, just you don't oh, tell man. me the title, but use it in a sentence. Where's the rhyme with? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, it was called "Good Morning, Lord." Please. No, you're not gonna find it. If there is a God, no. <laughs> there's no way you're gonna find well, it. Well, not if I write "Good Morning, Lord." That doesn't work. My thumbs are so fat. That's what happens. <laughs> Just saying. When you invite your BFFs to a podcast, it's so true. It's so true. Mm, the other ones on, have been so smooth. Come on. <laughs> Keep going. You go ahead. I'm. We're going to find it. <laughs> I, I guarantee you're not going to find it. We got the order I, lunch. Are you sure? I think Quit looking at my phone. <laughs> you're not find it. <laughs> it's, it's, Is that the small phone or are your hands that big? Oh, It's the my iPhone 12 mini, guys. Gosh. Come this on. It's not the mini. <laughs> <laughs> this I is the normal size in. phone. I'm sorry, Millard. I just like had to jump a, in. Like, just, just call me Hagrid next time. <laughs> I love you. Is that a normal size phone? He's like, it's called the Mini. This is an iPad. Listen, this is an iPad. Don't be ashamed of the this Mini. This is the big iPad I'm holding. You guys jerks. The Mini's trending, okay? I'm holding an iMac in my lap. Oh, my gosh. Good morning, Lord. It's my favorite one. Yeah, you, you still can't, you can't find it. Oh, I will. Pl- I will play it for you guys. No, I will totally Live? play it for you guys. You just sang half of it. Yeah. <laughs> or did he? Shazam that it. or the national anthem? We don't know what you just sang. All right, there's pastor's check. But was in. It like That's not right. Robert Frost, like which yeah, right. poet? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know who the poet was. But it was straight up plagiarism. I love and that. And so I was going out there like, yeah, this is a song we wrote together and. <laughs> And again, this is pre-putting it out on the worldwide interweb. Uh, it just was on a uh, compact disc. Compact disc. Oh, you guys man. remember those? Yeah. Well, you you had to have played it live in church at least once. I did. I did. Oh, it's got to be out there. <laughs> for someone that's so certain, you seem worried. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. But I'll play it for you. Okay, but it'd be more fun if it just started playing. While I think at the it. end of the podcast, you need to throw it, it goes, on for everybody. It goes, do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> This is a dumb podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Moy, how'd your week go? It took me a while to differentiate doing things for Jesus and being with Jesus. Right. Because I thought I was doing things with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I have a brother who passed away. Don't mean to bring it down. So sorry. In 2011, from a weird like car accident. Mm -hmm. And every time I see a car on the side of the road... I like pray, but I'm doing it. It's never been like I'm with Jesus knowing they're protected, but I'm interceding. It's like it's just a habit now because of my own thing, but I'm not really being with Jesus in my wound, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like touching it and we're passing on. And so this week and a half was like, whoa, there are things that I just do now that were kind of like a side effect of what I've experienced, but I'm not today presently like with Jesus. So it was hard. Some things were new. So being with Jesus and then praying for people, there was some kind of peace doing it. Other times doing the prayer would still leave me with anxiety and worry and all those things. But being with Jesus, there was just a different form of peace I got to taste this week and a half. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, one of our questions that we always ask is, did you do this with him or for him? Mm-hmm. And I think this week, unlike other weeks, actually, when I have been, this has been a practice of mine, I did it this week for him mm-hmm. for the most part, and it failed miserably mm-hmm. in, in that way, you know? Yep. Again, no shame attached to that whatsoever. It was just interesting mm-hmm. knowing that I'm going to come back and talk about it. Mm-hmm. I started doing it. I did it for him. <laughs> it's the whole point of this practice was actually to just realize that you're with him. Right. Bart, you have any thoughts? What's interesting is initially when Tim kind of told me about it, um, I think that for a lot of years I have got to the point of understanding that Christ is in me, that I'm always with him. My initial reaction was that I kind of went back to, you know, I grew up where if I do this morning well, then I'm more with him. Yeah. Mm. You know, and so it was like this, and, and so it became kind of somebody, we, we say, don't should us, don't should me, don't tell me what I should do. And, and, it's, and so I immediately went there, not, not like towards you, yeah. but I was like, I instantly went back to, man, I don't know how many quiet times I've done thinking mm. that, that I would then be with God, mm. you know, as if I mm-hmm. wasn't otherwise. So I was really intrigued that I, I went back to it so fast. Yeah. Almost defiant, like I'm not doing this. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's funny that we all did. But then I was like, okay, you know, there's something too, like in Hebrews, it talks about, you know, the Jewish Christians, whatever you call them, or the Hebrews, are are encouraged to not harden their heart to the Spirit. There, there's something to that, to where, I, and I've been trying to explain to my kids during the pandemic this idea of like trying to live a Spirit-led life, not Spirit-filled. That's a whole different thing. It's right. a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the Spirit's in you the day you, yeah. you start this journey, but. And trying to explain to them that, man, it you know, in kids' terms, like, man, we stop at the same red light, and there's this guy asking for money every day. And so this all has a point. But uh, um, And one day I gave him money, and then the next 20, I didn't. And my kids were like, okay, we're curious, because they're like, why then, not now, or whatever. And so I tried to explain to them. I was like, well, I said, I can go either way. I said, either... You know, and I try to explain Hebrew. I said, I think that hardening your heart to the Spirit, I said, there are times to when I may feel led to do something, I ignore it. doesn't mean I'm less saved or whatever. It may impact my quality of life. I may miss a blessing, whatever you want to call that. And I said, but it's okay. I'm still, Jesus still loves me. Nothing changes. It's just more of like, I may have missed a, just a really cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, on the flip side of that, I could do it once because I'm led. And then all of a sudden it's like, almost become superstitious where I think I have to do it every yep. time. Yep. I'm not spirit led. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. I said, either way, either place could be kind of a dangerous place to be, yeah. you know, and, and just, you know, they're both could be bad habits. And mm-hmm. so I said, so it's just, you know, and try to explain them. It's like, you know, there's just something in you that's like, you can't explain it, but today I just knew I was supposed to. And, you know, so we started going through these lessons of just people we wanted to try to help financially in different ways. And told him how, like, trying to live the fact that Jesus is just there. He doesn't come and go. He's just there. And it's more of accepting how crappy we can be at times and him Mm -hmm. still be there. And not only that, but still be pleased with us. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's harder for us to accept Mm -hmm. than anything. Mm -hmm. And and tell him, like, so my point is, like, I may miss these opportunities, but Jesus isn't right there going, oh, man. He blew it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more like, you know, you'll get another chance. It's cool. You know, it's it's that kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then started leading him and just started helping. I said, man, it's weird, but your mother and I, we've always, 
you know, if we feel we'll, we'll feel led to do something where it's a give. And it's so funny because 99 percent of the time I'll look at her and go, what are you, are you feeling it? And we'll always almost almost every time like name, like say the same amount if we're supposed to give hmm. or whatever it is. And it's kind of to where it's kind of uncanny. And, and so we decided to try to include our kids on this kind of stuff with some people right when the pandemic hit, just people we knew were, I, I wanted, I said, man, who do y'all want to help? And one of them was like our barber that, that cuts mm. our boy's hair that has like seven kids and his wife stays at home. Two kids have downs and wow. he has one barber's chair. That's all he does. And they all like, we want to help him. And so it was, it was amazing. And like, we talked about how much and went through the whole process. And, uh, and then what, I guess the coolest learning point was going through all that and then saying, just, you have to understand if we never lifted a finger, Jesus is still okay with you. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus still adores you. This is not a, you know, a bat phone to God, like we're better now. And, you know, and, and so it's funny, like I've, uh, I've always joked about it. it's like anybody, whether it's music industry, I have a friend that's like a gambling addict. And he said, I have no problem losing. I have a very big problem winning because it's hard uh, to walk away. Mm. Yeah. And he's like, once you get it, it's like, oh, I could get it again. I could do it again. And that's what I was trying to explain to them. I was like, man, I was like, we're going to probably ignore Jesus more than we hear him. Yeah. And that's okay. But yeah. just when you start thinking that the times I hear him, it's like a gold star and I'm a little bit, you know, whatever. I said, I said, does it impact your life and enrich your life greater? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, how do you not walk away, you know, and not be affected by that? Yeah. Right. But I said, but I, and I tell them all the time and you know this, but I, I constantly try to tell them that there's nothing you can possibly do to make Jesus love you more than he does right now. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do worse or less. It's just, it's not possible. And yeah. mm. so anyway, and so it's funny cause like I totally got when you're the exercise, but I just, I went the other extreme and was like, I just, I just went to these weird kind of wounds and stuff that I grew mm-hmm. up with. I will say that aside, uh, I practically, uh, the practical side, I realized so much factors on my wife's attitude. When the morning comes, in the morning, yeah. it's like if, if, and I know it's no pun intended, the wrong side of the bed, but if she's having a bad day, I will heap that on my shoulders a hundred percent, whether I want to or not. If she's having a great day, it's, it's, it's a different, it's, it's, I'm, I'm good. And even in this, like, uh, I was fortunate to have both. One was a bad one and one was a great one with, with both her. wives. With yeah, with oh, yeah, one wife. I can never get both to be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so weird. It's so weird. No, the first day, uh, she was having a rough day, and and not w- only wife did, A. Yes. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm yes. so sorry. I, 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 yes. this, this is Janet <laughs> and Linda. No, um, will sorry, not sorry. quit the bed. Yes. First, will not. What's crazy is that the last two nights I've stayed until five in the morning because my wife started watching this dumb Sister Wives movie show. Oh, that's right. We did talk about that. To where they're picking like third wives because Mm -hmm. we just don't have enough. The movie or the show? No, it's a TV show. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Big Love. But it's not that. It's no, it's a new one. It it, is uh, the real life one. The couples are online trying to interview another wife. Oh wow. So it's funny you say both wives because. So how many wives do you have then? No, I don't have any yet. I've, I've watched the show and decided <laughs> bad idea. Yes, after thorough research. No, anyway. Okay, sorry. The first day, uh, Shannon was having a rough day. Thank you for the names. And uh, yes, uh, Shannon was having a rough day, and it was amazing how not only did it affect me, but how. I just completely forgot about the practice altogether. Like just huh. it just went out the window, yeah. and and then you know, and the next day, uh, well, and this morning too, things were great, and um, and 
for whatever reason, I was more aware of the practice. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's her fault mm-hmm. when you have bad days. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's just like when, when you know, like anything, when chaos or whatever hits, I mean, I can't find my wallet, much less remember what practice we're doing. Yeah. Right. But when things are great, and, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's easier to kind of stay in that. Like everything comes unraveled. And I spent more time... On the days where I was like, oh, it's like today was a good day. You know, it's great. I better do it this morning. I got to go to podcast, stuff like that. <laughs> like, that was fine. I, I don't, I don't want to say like I was better for it or whatever. My point is, is on the days when I came unraveled. Yeah. There was a moment later in the day when I realized what took place. And I kind of just sat in him still being okay with me and mm-hmm. that him still being with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that did wonders for me yeah. versus mm-hmm. just, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's the same way uh, some comedian talked about, man, if you go back to your childhood, you don't remember a lot of the good times, but you remember every time you were almost killed. Yeah. <laughs> when your kids come in and they never blink yeah. and their eyes yep. are really like, oh no, what have you done? Yep. And those are the things that change you. And it felt similar to that. Like on the good day, I was like, yeah, of course, that's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. But on the days when it's like, and I think maybe it's a, maybe it's a, maybe it's a thing of like, geez, you, you have no reason to be around me on that day, mm-hmm. but you still were. Yeah. That for, for me personally and what I grew up in. Right. Was, um, that was edifying more than anything. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's funny because I thought I ruined it on the bad days, nailed it on the good days, mm. but walked away more impacted from the bad days. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Mm. That's what I should have said and saved 10,000 minutes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> What's so interesting about this practice is the practice actually is less about the practice and it's more just about the awareness of yeah. the presence of God. I mean, you know. That mm-hmm. that's what the practice actually is, and I think we're all so addicted to, in some ways, nailing the thing or doing yeah. the thing or mm-hmm. run, pushing up against the thing. And this one, unlike the other ones, mm-hmm. seemed like it all kind of made us push up against the thing when we actually just wanted to do what the actual practice was yep. was just yeah. to be aware of the presence of God. And Bart, you've taught me so much in this, and I love this. And we didn't come from the same backgrounds, you know. And I'm always saying this with ten thousand minutes: like these are not things we're doing for God that we're earning anything, Mm because He loves us the same today that He did yesterday. If I did the practice or not, there's there's zero change in our relationship to Him or His relationship to us. Um, It's just our awareness. Mm -hmm. I think it makes me think about to instead of learning to belong, I'm learning that I belong, and I think that's the difference of the old covenant and the new covenant and so as we live out our lives it's like i've i belong all day with jesus instead of how it used to be where i need to learn to belong in how purity looks like or being complete and i think that yeah the practice was so much more of just an alignment with the truth than Mm -hmm. it was to do something for the truth to be real like i'm still haunted by um patrick and how he's like an adventure with jesus like that's exciting yeah but in, even on like the worst days, I still belonged and I didn't have to try to belong mm. on those days. And that's what the practice kind of like challenged. Well, you're like preaching to me today, I feel like. It's like well, everything you said has been like, oh, yeah, why, what, what? that's why I sucked at this. That's why I, like this was <laughs> well, really well, hard. Well, explain that. I think, I think both like the first thing you said about like being with or doing for, I'm a doer. Mm. So... Like one, and then I literally feel I feel like we're like a day into this, and I was sucking, and I text you guys, and I think I kind of gave up. Like I was like, mm. screw this, like yeah. I can't do this, yeah, for some reason. And then, and then what you just said about belonging, like trying to belong versus like no, you just belong. 
all I've done my whole life is try to belong. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? I've wanted to be the basketball player so people will like me or I'm going to sing good so people will like me or I'm gonna, like whatever it is even in this industry it's like well I've got to have this and this and put on these things and like but really it's like will you love me hmm. or will you just accept me and so even in this practice it's like I'm still trying to do that with God and I guess myself hmm. in the same way it's like well, I screwed that up, so may as well quit here. I can look back at the week and say, oh, God was in those moments. Like, there were some really cool moments that we had. But all day, every day, when I think about it, I'd be like, I'm, I'm failing at this. Yeah. It's also interesting is that the point of this was the Psalm 18, that everything was going to hell. I mean, it was just crap season for the psalmist. It was in those moments when... I'm totally with you. When when Hill's having a good day, I'm having a good day. Totally. And it's their faults. 100%. This episode's called, What's Up With Women? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it Boy, is... where are you going? Come back. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm staring right at you, the my door lord. Just right at, at you, buddy. Buddy. This would sound We'll fake. talk outside. I think for me, the reason why this was so important to me, and I, I didn't do it well this week because I think I did it for him, I was more... I was more focused on the practice than the presence of God this week when that was the actual practice, you know, but that it's in those crazy times that he was, or she was, whoever the psalmist was, was praying this prayer. Uh This is the elite you've made. I will rejoice. I will, I will find joy and contentment in just your presence. Like that's really what the whole purpose of it was. Why is that so hard for us? I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, this is called the experiment for a reason. Right, sure. What do we learn from it? Because even if the practice sucked, we're still going to learn something about ourselves, mm-hmm. each yeah. other, and about God mm-hmm. in the midst of it. So I'm just curious, what in us runs away from just the awareness of the presence of God when we are in a tough season? Or things aren't going my way that day, or I'm stressed, or... In places of stress, I will put things on my back and say, I'm going to earn this, or do this, or be this. Mm-hmm. You can come if you want, God. Yeah. Mm. But I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I lived a lot of my life like that. Mm. And it did fine until it didn't. For me, it was like, made a bunch of money but lost my family. And was a big kind of a, an awakening to learn how to not be that person. Yeah. So I think in this practice, it, like a little bit of that comes out. It's like, no, mm. I'm going to do this. And but it. if I can't do it, like yeah. literal, literally, yeah. the practice is not doing anything. I'm like, oh, this is against like everything that mm. I am. If we took the practice out, the should do thing, which is so funny because it's not what it was at all. Mm-hmm. But we all made mm-hmm. it that. Yeah, in in a sense, and we hear, we hear it that way. Mm-hmm. And so I think this practice is really saying, how do we just be more aware of our identity? That's everything. I mean, me being the six and having trust issues, like, and just a lot of that came out of my childhood of just, you know, so much instability. I hear stories of people having loved ones to where it's like they, they love you unconditionally. I didn't have many in my life growing up, but, you know, mm-hmm. those ones that are like, I'd say my, I take it back, my grandmothers were that way, mm-hmm. to where there was never an issue of trust or that what could I possibly do to make them walk out? Like it was a given, no matter what I did, they mm-hmm. will never leave. And so to me, it's like, okay, that's the healthy view of Jesus that I haven't had most of my life. And so to even say, I need to live where I'm more aware of Jesus being present 
still isn't necessarily a positive thing unless I get to the point of, oh, I'm aware that he's present and absolutely adores me no matter what. Right, right. That's good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so, yeah, being aware is like the boogeyman in your closet mm-hmm. sometimes. Right, because his presence could be, he could be like saying, you well, suck. He's always watching. You yeah. suck. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, you can't hide, and yeah. that's like kind of creepy. And But the, <laughs> the, the fact that, that there's no reason to hide, even on my worst possible right. day, mm-hmm. when I lose my cool with my so kids good. or whatever. So good, yep. That, you know, that he's that one that doesn't see me differently, which is hard for me to comprehend because it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't exist or I didn't think yeah. it did. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the, um, me, for me to be reminded of that and be aware of it is usually when I'm, when I take time to be alone or just not to sound cliche, but literally to be still and know, which I don't do a lot of. It's typically if I'm driving, yeah. you know, or, you know, I have severe ADHD and, the only time that I don't have it is with my hands on the wheel because I don't yeah. want to die. And so that's where I write everything. It's where I do everything is driving. And so it's usually those moments. But, yeah, it's it's literally for me just stopping. So does it, do you have to stop and remember who – I mean, this is the ABCs of, of actual worship of our attention mm-hmm. is stopping and remembering who he is mm-hmm. and having a right view of him. Mm-hmm. And then it's turning it back on you and – with that filter. Yeah, it's getting past me just being aware that he's present and the, the shame and the fear and the weirdness that's with that, but getting to, oh, right, and he is crazy about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, at my absolute ugliest, he is somehow crazy about me. And and that's the practice of, like, you know, if, if you tell yourself that enough, you're if you stand around truth enough, it's going to start to change you. You're going to start to believe it. Mm. And so that is a practice of just, like, because and it feels like I could do it a million times and get in, in a really great place, but then it takes one moment, yeah, and mm-hmm. everything feels like it comes unraveled, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's for me. That's 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 not nothing changes. He's still there yep. and he's still aware. Yep. I've just kind of lost sight. The, I guess that's what, that's the question: is what does it mean to lose sight? Um, I think for me personally, yeah, for you, um, uh, is to lose sight of the fact that he's okay with me, and that he's always there. I've settled in that he's always there. Yeah. I really, yeah, 100%. I still work at sometimes always there is that he's ashamed of me or that he's mm-hmm. disappointed. That's what you hear. And, uh, yes. And so that's losing sight. Yeah. That's, uh, it's not that he, I've never thought he's ever left me in my mm-hmm. worst times of my life. That has yeah. never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. It's more of he has to be appalled by me. Wow. Yeah. And so that's losing sight and yeah. falling back into that shame and, you know, the past and all this crazy stuff. And, and, um, and and I go there often, you know. It's yeah. like uh, somebody told me that whatever the preacher preaches most about is probably what he's struggling with the yeah. most. And I feel like I talk about this more than anything, and mm-hmm. you know, and will for the rest of our career is just, you know, it's it's you know, somebody asked me one time, emailed us and said like, I mean, you keep saying that he's okay with us, he's okay with us. I'm like, because I need to hear mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm not even thinking about yeah. you. Sorry, but yeah. I need to keep saying it out loud, and, yeah. and and I I will like like even with Shannon having a bad day and and it derailing me, and we've talked about this, but if something's wrong, like if if uh you know our kids fell a test or if just Shannon's having a bad day for some reason, I put all that on my shoulders. Yeah. Huh. That's on my watch. It's my fault as a father, as a whatever you want to call it, as a provider. If she's having a bad day, I instantly think it's because I. I miss something. Mm. It does. It, dude. And I'm not kidding. Like we have a crack in the drywall of our house, and she was like, 
she go, and I said, it's, I, it's fine. I've asked some people. And then she was like, can I have the number of the builder? Cause I want him to check. And I instantly took that. Like that was all me. Like an yeah. That was all mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You yeah. blew it. And, and yeah. And it's like, and it was just, it was a, it was her basically telling me that you suck as a husband. That's what uh-huh. I heard. Yeah. And uh, she's, and she'll, to the point to where we've been married for 23, 24 years. And she's like, she will in, in, in that moment too, she goes, Okay, first off, this is yeah. not a slam on you. Yeah. She has yeah, yeah. to say that, yeah. and that ticks me off yeah. too, because she knows me that well, and she's like, "I'm this is not ever, mm-hmm. you know." But uh, yeah, so I will. That's losing sight is is falling back into that, and it yeah. and it feels like you climb this whole mountain to get up on a unicycle on a tightrope. <laughs> so you do all this work to be on the most unstable yeah. ground, mm-hmm. not Jesus, but me. Yeah, to where it's like mm-hmm. I did it, and then you. All over with just a slight breeze, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that's the the irony of it all. But um, yeah, it's like this. What we're doing now is is me. Is, like this kind of stuff is big for me. It's just, mm. and it's it's the same as like confessions. Like saying the stuff out loud yeah. is me being aware yeah. and mm. being reminded. And that's why you do the podcast. That's why you write the songs. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the short answer. Yeah. Please don't speak anymore. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to 11,000 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bart. So this is, uh, is 10,000 questions oh, right no. here. Okay. We'll, just, we'll take 10,000 minutes. Right. Uh, who's your favorite cartoon character and why? And this is a speed round, by the way. Cartoon character. Comic book or what? Uh, like Bart, I asked one question. Oh, Calvin Hobbes. Like Calvin and Hobbes and why? Mm. Just they're That's two smart buttons. Okay. Never Calvin. fails. Oh, wait, which one's the? Kid? I don't honestly know. Yeah, you say smart butts. Yeah, they're just, just they're they're sarcastic and yeah. Well, I didn't want to say the other one. Just saying, you said uh, no cousin. Yeah. So what's what's your favorite dumb phrase? I think smart butts yeah, yeah. is the one. Okay, if a movie was made of your life, what genre would? Oh yeah, crap, crap. Who was who'd play you? This does so these questions suck. <laughs> So dumb. Okay, describe yourself in three words. Go. Was that a real question? <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it, actually, it actually was a question. So dumb. And I just thought it was funny because I thought funny it was Funny you should funny. ask. <laughs> what was the other question? <laughs> uh, describe yourself in three words. Go. Uh, um, it's a speed round. In three words. Yep. Um, okay, maybe next question. Um, very, I'm an okay. Very fluffy. <laughs> very, very my my wife asked me to do that to her the other day. I yes. was like, "Mom," she was like, "What?" Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh You're a mom. She was so mad. Twelve year old. That's what I would put. Yeah. Twelve year old. Twelve year old. Okay, yeah. that's good. Uh, what is one thing that annoys you the most? One, just oh, one, or a few. Give me a few. A few is the third sneeze. Uh, well, sneeze is coming too. Have you not ever noticed when that's the third real. sneeze? It kind of bugs me a little bit. They wow. just want attention now. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's all. It's all needy. About them. Needy. Uh, ordering drive-through for my children. Oh. Yes, we uh, talked about that. It, that'll. That'll. I'm. I'm hoping Jesus does step out. I have great right. I do too. Just because <laughs> I'll circle. I'm come around the horn. I'll yeah, come back around. I will not go back through. Oh, yeah. See. So mad. Why does it make? Why does it annoy you so much? I just I don't like people waiting on me or being unprepared. It's like especially mm-hmm. when the line goes faster than we thought. Yes. And I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, well, yeah. Oh, it's I feel just, seen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What is your favorite joke? Uh, my favorite dad joke is, uh, and the Lord said, "Come forth, and you'll have eternal life." Sadly, I came in fifth, and I got a toaster. 
It's like a dad Christian joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's which the one is I keep another going. level. My yeah. band crew hates me for it, but I keep using it. And my kids hate me for it, too. But So you say mm-hmm. that one often? I don't think I've ever, I've ever heard you say that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I say all the time. I mean, I just think it's funny and dumb. I came in fifth and got a toaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other ones? <laughs> yeah. No, that's... Uh, no, that's the best one I got. Okay, so if you were made, your life was made into a movie. Okay, so uh, <laughs> if you had access to a time machine, where and when would you go? Shea Stadium to see the Beatles play. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, okay, strong. That's a wrong answer, but it was oh, strong. Oh, and see Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's mm-hmm, the correct mm-hmm, answer. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Actually. Yeah. I was like, please don't give me. Golgotha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the first thing you think of when I say this nickname. Um, first thing that comes to your mind. Um, um, hovercraft. <laughs> Say less. Oh Say less. That was I played basketball, church league basketball, and I had a one inch vertical. Which and is so intense. my name on my jersey was hovercraft. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank yeah, you. Uh, my one inch vertical. I've been kicked out of so many church league basketball. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Hovercraft. Okay. Hovercraft. First thing you think of: wet or dry. <laughs> Ah, I'm sad to say wet. I don't know why, but that's the first thing I get to mind. Best or worst tour prank? I hate all tour pranks. So yes, the worst is too. like what's done to me. Okay, what's the worst one that's been done to you? Uh, I got duct taped to my mic stand and had <laughs> syrup and flour poured on me. Oh, my. By Cutlass and Audio Adrenaline. Oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, two more. Uh, greatest fear? Failing. Ooh, that got real. Mm. Uh, favorite kid? <gasps> Sophie. Yeah. Hands down, no Aww. question. Not even close. <laughs> Just in the pandemic, she rallied hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They all played Fortnite. She helped me the whole time, yeah. so she wins. Yeah. Okay. No, really, she's my favorite. Like, I yeah. love that. No. That's the ongoing joke. I tell them all, you're my favorite. Don't yeah. tell the others. Yeah, I've started to do it with my kids because yeah. Bart does that, and I watch them. I'm like, that's genius. I'm going to no, start you're my favorite. Don't yeah. yeah, there you go. This feels right. Uh, Bart, thanks for doing this. Yeah, man. So, friends, if this has been helpful, would you subscribe to this or even just rate it for us? Or make some comments only if they're good. (laughs) And if you want to get free text messages that will encourage you during the week, then text 10K in the subject line to the number 55678. So the number is 55678 and then text 10K, 10K, and we'll send you all that stuff. Or just go to 10,000minutes.com and let us know how this is helping. So here's the introduction to the practice, the experiment that we're going to try out this next week. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we've got Moy Donise. Hi. We've got Chris Cleveland. What's up? From the Stars Go Dim. Oh, yeah. What if it was the Stars Go Dim? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. <laughs> what, I, what I love about that last uh, hang with Bart was, and for all of us, is that I love that this is actually called the experiment because mm-hmm. these are experiments, not things that we've nailed. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think there are things that are being revealed even in those conversations about us. And I, I am curious, and I th- we did talk about it on our walk. Mm-hmm. Chris and I talked about it on our walk this morning about because we go walking. We do. We walk, uh, but <laughs> but of why it was such a hard yeah uh, practice. So this next practice, uh, I'm actually excited about. So we're starting a new series right now. What we like to call a new series. It's called Rethink. And Great. so we're going to go into words that are just kind of like religious words that Ooh. we've always just said. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're, wow. I just want to rethink our thinking. So repent, 
to repent something is to rethink our thinking on something. Mm. So this is rethink hashtag blessed. That's what these <laughs> next three weeks are going to be. So, I mean, that, that phrase is thrown around so much, you know, uh, like, I'm blessed. God blessed me here. I'm yeah. so blessed by this. I just got a job. I'm blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what does the word blessed mean to you? Like, when you hear that word, what do you think? I think, like, Kirkland's makes a lot of money off of signs. My mom buys mm. all of them. I saw a picture of my mom at a football game the other day. Her her mask <laughs> had blessed on it. Yeah. I was mm. like, my mom, love you, mom. Really do. Yeah. But the, I feel like we've made a catchphrase out of it mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. And it looks great on our walls. Yeah. I don't know what it means. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Moy? Makes me think of uh, Bruno Mars and the lyrics, Julio, get the stretch, right? Get the stretch. Yeah, and then he says, like, I'm blessed. Yes. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, it makes me yeah. think mm-hmm. of, like, yeah, when, like, it's flowing, when the money's flowing, when the things are flowing, I'm blessed. Yeah, so the question is, when do you feel blessed? Hmm. I mean, think about honestly, it. it, it honestly, like, if, if how we use that in our own life, and let's not try to overthink this. Just yeah. How do, how do you feel? I feel the most when do you blessed, feel blessed, like, in the moments when I can recognize, like, um be present in the moments like with my kids and family. Hmm. But I hate using that word because right. it feels like such a, like a word that I would use in a interview with a radio station. Right. Cause they want to hear it. Yeah. If mm-hmm. that makes any yep. sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, when I feel blessed, I feel spoiled huh. and a little bit of it brings me shame. Mm-hmm. So not that I don't love being blessed, but I feel, I sometimes feel like, is everyone else being blessed? I feel a yes. little unbalanced, yes. and I have a hard time celebrating what I think blessings are. So it feels like a little bit of too much spotlight on me. Mm. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. So like that boldness of like, who you'll get the stretch? Like I wouldn't flex like that. I'd be like, I don't want anyone to know I have a limo. Or a right. cool friend named Julio. Like, a, <laughs> right. that's too much. That's too much. But, and I would be like, but we should all have limos and we should all oh. have Julios. And so I shouldn't have this. Like, blessings are weird with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just the phrase of being blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think of, I think I actually, that resonates with me as well. That I think through, why am I so blessed? I've said this. Why am I so blessed to live where I live, mm-hmm. to have what I have, all the things? And apparently that's actually not even the definition, the yeah. biblical definition. Like, I wonder, like, blessed are the, what, all those things. Oh, come on. Like, mm-hmm. what, what, was, what was he actually saying? Like, what does that mean? How, yes, have, how have we screwed this up? I don't know. He was I'm saying asking. everyone gets a limo. <laughs> right? He was saying every, yeah. everyone's getting a chauffeur. So, why are there kids dying right now? You yeah. Know, we've I've, we've uh, all been on trips and compassion trips where you see these crazy stories of these kids yep. dying. It's like, well, so are they not blessed? Mm-hmm. And I am blessed. Or a lot I, of times, know, I walk away from those trips thinking, "Oh gosh, they got it way more right than I do." Yeah, but mm. that doesn't fit in our American, whatever Western uh, or our religious idea right. of blessing. Yeah, or, or who carries it too? Just the idea of going to a place like that, and uh, it's like, oh, am I the blessing? Right. right? So, like, was there a lack of? Right. Those things are trippy. Who's the mission trip for? Yeah. Like, Uh, what in the world? We're going to get into the definition of blessed. So we're going to take three weeks on this. This week is on blessed in my stress. (laughs) 
Which I don't know if we know that that's. I don't think that's connected yet to bless, our heart. Bless not stress. What, what's the phrase? Uh, too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to be, to stressed. be stressed. Thank you, Kirklands. Right. Let's go. <laughs> right. right. And all of the stressed people out there are like, well, great. Screw me. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't worry right. about me, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm in the message. That's why. <laughs> the message is fire, though. Is so I've been good. on the message for like two years. It's so good. I just needed a, Fine, you a win. change. Fine, you win. Yeah. I've been on for three years. Oh, oh have you? <laughs> Sweet. I, I love how you took that as like, I thought I was cool. <laughs> You're such a like, blessing. I've been on it for a while. I don't know. It's like a club Head of that the I know about. Trends. Like, yeah. I love that I, I've used the message version in some of my videos or whatnot, and I always get a text or comment from somebody that's going not that's the not the original bible i mean it's like oh my gosh like, <laughs> yeah i I, lent, I know like i loan someone has my king james yeah. I, I can't yeah, yeah, grab yeah, yeah, it yeah, right yeah. now yeah yeah <laughs> so okay so the definition of blessed is favored okay or favor and mm-hmm. then there's also made holy made holy right made holy with it with a h well, actually, what's so cool about it is it's actually both. Right. So it's, made like whole? Because made, holy yeah. is, the definition of holy is to be made whole. So it's like Good layered use. here. Wow. So to be blessed, the definition would say to be blessed is to me, be made holy, which is being made whole. Wow. Yeah. In, in the crappy situations of life. Like that's actually, if we think about where mm-hmm. we've actually been made whole, I think about that, you know, holy, but really H W H O L. I'm actually being made whole in the crappy situations that I would never say I am being blessed. Right. Right. Which brings more curiosity into the Beatitudes. Yes. Because when you read those, you're like, that's not why I bought my hashtag bless sign. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I don't. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, yeah, of- yeah. So I'm just going to read. The, I love that you brought that up, Chris. So uh, in Matthew 5, Jesus is saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Hmm. Blessed, or blessed, are those who mourn, for they will be com- comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for right wa- living, right ways, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacekeepers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, which just stops me in our place right mm-hmm. now, thinking how many times we think we're being persecuted right now. Mm-hmm. Burp. Oh, boy. Um, Not ready. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Uh, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because huh. of me. Rejoice oh, and be glad. That's from last last week. Yep. Rejoice and be glad uh, because great is your reward in heaven. I would love to dive into the back end of that for There's like just a, a lot. long time. I mean, and so I... A lot. That is worth diving into. Yeah. So we're not going to right now. Perfect. But Sweet. <laughs> the idea for this week, because there, there are so many different interpretations of that. Right. Yeah. Moy and I talked about it earlier this week, how one of my favorites is a guy named Dallas Willard. And he talks about these are not things that we need to go do. Mm -hmm. These aren't things we need to go attain so that we are blessed. Mm -hmm. But it's places you find yourself in life. Okay. 
Yeah. Mm. And there are so many different interpretations of this, and everybody thinks theirs is right, which mm-hmm. is great. So if blessed this week, blessed in my stress, uh, how am I being made whole mm-hmm. this week? So if the fullness of God is already in us, we don't have to work for the fullness of God. It's like the fruit of the Spirit is actually in us. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of us tapping into the Spirit. Okay. Or not even tap. It's just being, it's our awareness of the Spirit for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So when I'm tapped into the Spirit, when I'm plugged in, as Jesus would say in John 15, when I'm attached to the vine, that's when the nutrients actually comes out of him into me. So the fruit actually then will be bear in my life. Okay. Mm. So the blessing here is that we would actually see more of the fullness of him mm-hmm. in life, but it only happens in crap. Hmm. Thoughts. Go. Well, I mean, it, it flips it because when we, I mean, I say we, but I think in the past when the blessing has made me uncomfortable or I'm thinking about how I'm blessed right now, it feels unnecessary. But if we're thinking about completion or being made whole, then it is necessary. Like me being blessed in that moment is because I came up short with whatever I had. So being blessed is not an extra sprinkle of God over my life. It's Uh the completion of how I was not complete without it. And so I think that's just going to change the way I see um, again, we've been layering it, but just the way I see um, the best and the worst parts of my day. And I think you reading the Beatitudes, I think hopefully we all resonate with something. So I even think about like those who mourn mm-hmm. are blessed and how I'll always feel incomplete without my brother. Uh-huh. And the fact that I'm being blessed by God completing the rest of that. It's like, wow, I'm always being blessed. And I yeah, wasn't seeing what, it that way. What's the blessing in your situation with losing your brother? What what does it mean that you're blessed in that situation? Because this stuff, so much of right. our Christian, and I'm put, putting that in quotes, mm-hmm. lives seem to be uh, put into this crazy thing where it's like, we're well, be, be joyful yeah. in this situation. Mm-hmm. But that's not even what like joyful what? means. Mm. So what does it look like for you to actually still be blessed mm-hmm. with losing your brother? And you may not have a good answer to that. Yeah. I mean, off the bat, I think... A blessing would be that not all was lost. And I think that's a thing with grief. Like uh-huh. you just feel like everything moving forward would be will be less than what it was. Yeah. And God blessing me is that the next season is always doubled with his love and always there's always so much more. It's not like I'm slowly leaking a thriving life the older I get, but it's that like things continue to bless me, make me whole, even though I'm always broken in this part of my life. If that makes sense. I mean, I know there's so much more I'm going to, to dive into with my grief, but what what is, what is God using in your life to make you whole? Just as you think about these past few weeks, I think we kind of talked about this this morning, like growing up, I grew up in kind of, not an abusive, like, immediate family, but there was, like, a lot of sexual abuse that happened down through my mom's side of the family that trickled into grandkids and stuff. Mm. So as I was kind of telling him all of this stuff and we we're thinking uh, through it, I I kind of stopped and said, honestly, this podcast has kind of been mm. maybe a way for me because I was talking about, like, just the story, but I 
can't figure out, a, I don't know the resolution yet. And maybe this mm-hmm. is kind of like you with your brother too. Like, I don't know the, the good part. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I could write a book about it or I could do these things. But I'm like, I don't have the Jesus bow yet. Yeah. And I've told mm-hmm. this to my wife. I'm like, I think I'm supposed to tell this story somehow, but I don't know how. Yeah. And, um, and so I think one of the things that could be for me is like just doing this podcast and being able to just have honest conversations about things like that. Mm. These things that just don't add up for me in Christianity or faith or things that we've just screwed up, like being blessed, that is hard to unlearn. And then being able to come in and have conversations with other people and then hear you guys' perspectives Mm -hmm. on it. I think it's helped me, like in the process of making me whole in some of those places. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's why we want to do this rethink concept is let's rethink a bunch of this crap that we've just taken hook, line, and sinker. Right. We've all put on like facades. Yeah. We're and, not living and like Not even truth. intentionally. I, I think no. like I just haven't even really thought of the word blessed. And when I've used that, it's not just the word that I've used, but it's the concept that actually comes along with the word that I've used yeah, yeah, yeah. that I actually believe in my heart. So I live out of the overflow of my heart. And mm-hmm. the, in my heart, I actually believe that I am blessed because I... I had a song on do well on a single or yeah. hmm. uh, because I live where I live or that I'm hmm. blessed. And I it just, it it's always rubbed me so wrong. It just, it was like, well, but that's what I believe to be true about God. He has blessed me. I don't know why he hasn't blessed other people. Right. Yeah. And it just is starting to jack me up a little bit. You just can't align that when you go to the places and think, well, I guess God hasn't blessed them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't align because blessing either works in like the slums of Guatemala. Right, Chris. Uh, and here or it doesn't work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, there's this place we've gone a bunch that I, that has kind of hit my heart a lot in Guatemala. It's, it's a little literal trash dump and people live there. They don't have any documentation. They don't exist. Yeah. And, you know, if God isn't in the process of making them whole, mm-hmm. like it, you know, we, we've just got it wrong. And I think we use, I know that's a thing in, in my personal walk, like in counseling, my counselor will sometimes say, I think you were thinking of this word instead mm-hmm. of that. And I think uh, sometimes yeah. when we talk about blessing, we're talking about provision and what like provision could look like mm-hmm. materialistically right. or whatever that means. Yep. But if we think about it, about being made whole, that could look like so many things and that's so much more than just physical it's like emotional spiritual but i think sometimes we're saying like man i'm so provided for but then that means we've canceled out a group of people we think god's not providing for my and i laughed about this earlier this week that in when one translation of the new testament um the word bless or blessing or blessed was referred to 112 times oh, wow. and none of which connects blessing to material prosperity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, you're right. It's, it's, the but we words. use it that we way. We use it that How way. Do we it's just, do that? I, oh, I think you can interpret oh, some of these man. scriptures like that. Yeah, and I think sometimes we say God is good. Look at how God is good. Uh, Look at like my limo. Like, <laughs> Look at my, you know, whatever okay. it is. Yeah, yeah. We could all at the end of this podcast feel like, man, we now know a cooler word in <laughs> Hebrew and in so Greek. Real. And it's like, now we really know what the word blessed means. But yeah. who gives a crap if it doesn't actually, Change. you know, yeah. enter into our, the daily rhythms of my life and mm-hmm. your life? 
Mm-hmm. And so that's why this week uh, we want to jump into this experiment and we're trying to figure out what the experiment is, but right. that I am blessed in my stress. Like how am I being made whole this week is actually the question. Ooh. It's more of an awareness thing that like mm-hmm. most of these practices and experiments are actually more about awareness yep. than they are um, doing something. Mm-hmm. And I think we all learned last week, you know, it, it's not about doing these <laughs> things. It's, it's just... Yeah, which is great. I mean, I'm this is my deal, and I mm. did it right. But I it's want to be such a better person, like after but, season one. But, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it, and that's not that's we're not winning. It, it's not it. It's that we will actually become more whole. Yeah, like we'll that. Be that's more blessed. Truly, I mean, I I, I think my okay. hope by the end of this thing, yeah. and as I've been doing these practices for years, and I want to do them in community with people, which is yep. way more fun, and I it just helps me process it. Yeah. But I'm becoming more and more beautiful and dangerous Mm. and powerful because I think I'm more aware of Jesus and, and I'm more aware of him inside of me. And so the fruit that is in the spirit will start coming out of us instead of something we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what gets me excited. So this week Mm. it's really uh, that we are blessed in our stress. Like what's that look like? So specifically this week when we are stressed and worried, when I write the X on my wrist, I mm-hmm. want us to go, okay, I'm stressed right now. I'm feeling it in my gut. You know, yep. you set up, you feel, feel it in the back of your neck. Which I have been all week. You have? Uh, yes. Wild. And Chris, my favorite line from you is when what you're like, I, I just feel it in my head. I'm like, where? And you're like, well, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole head. That was a few podcasts ago. It made me so loud. <laughs> So good. But this week, in our stress, because we all have it, we all carry it in different ways. And then in the next three weeks, we're going to be just trying to unpack this whole thing. But so the next week, how am I being made whole? So in our stress, Mm -hmm. in our worry about things, in our anxieties, and I'm not saying this is going to cure anxiety, cure our worry, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. This is not the point. It's just in those moments, what would it look like? If God were actually real and actually at work in these things. So right. even if you don't believe that in the moment, because yeah. mm-hmm. we can call BS on that, right? Yeah. Yet let's just let's just pretend as if he was at work. Yeah. Don't yeah. There are many people on this that are probably like, I'm skeptical of even, even that, that. Which mm-hmm. I love and I'm so thankful that you're on this, because we all are too. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just let's just pretend as if he was live as though he was at work in these things what would it look like and how would he maybe be making us whole how would we actually be blessed this week so uh if you guys want to jump into that with us we will talk next week and just see how that went sweet (laughs) (laughs) hashtag blessed blessed